the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. This is Nadia. And we are here with a guest. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Reem Salmi. Background, I'm Moroccan. I was born in Morocco. I was raised in Canada. And I'm a singer-songwriter who tries to bring all of it together in some kind of ethnic um, merge in my music. Do you, and you live in LA. How long have you lived there? So I go back and forth between LA and Montreal a lot. I spend half the year here, half the year in Canada. So I'm between Montreal and LA. Okay. How long has it been since you started doing that split? Well over four years now. Okay. Sounds like a good, yeah, a good like combo of weather. (laughs) You know what? People, People would think that I avoid the winters to be here, but I actually really look forward to going to the snow in January. Because it gets a little groundhoggy day like here. Just yeah, that makes sense. I, I actually love snow, too. I get that. It's I, so pretty. It I, I don't think I can handle the weather in Montreal, but the music seem, seems amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it pretty nice. Do you, happen to, do you happen to know Wake Island in Montreal? I don't. Okay. Yeah, we'll have They've to been on connect the podcast to yeah. quite a bit, too. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, yeah, they're in Montreal, too. And they, I feel like you two should like meet. Um, oh, anyway. awesome. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned like kind of finding like a, like a, a sense of like cultural fusion in your music. Um, what kind of influences are in it and how did that kind of coalesce for you as you started um, producing your work? I mean, for me, it's, I, I grew up, so I grew up, the, my, the memories I remember I was in Montreal. So I didn't consume any Moroccan TV or anything like that. So the only references of Arab culture that I have is from whatever my parents were listening to at at the house. So I have a lot of like the classics, the Um Kultum, the Warda, the Feirouz, like really, really classics um, that my parents would play all the time. And I don't understand what they're saying, but I love the melodies and I love the rhythms. Um, And then I also grew up listening to whatever we listened to here, which was like back then the Mariah Carey's, Whitney Houston, Beyonce and all that. And when I started writing, it just was natural for me because I started writing as like, you know, in teenage years where you start looking for your identity, where you're like rejecting a lot of what your parents are telling you, what it means to be a woman in my case, you know, like what it means to be. And then, yeah, it was was like, I started writing because it was a cultural struggle. And so it was natural for me to bring both cultures in when I started making my own music. Awesome. And you write like multilingually too? Yeah, because I grew up in the French part of, of uh, Canada, so I went to school in French, and then I learned English, and then my parents spoke Arabic at the house, so I was like, oh, it just makes sense that I would want to do all of it. All of it, yeah, yeah that seems natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about your latest music video? Can you describe it for people, what it, what piece of, or what song it's based on, anything that you want to share about it? Yeah, for sure. Um, So it wasn't supposed to be a music video. (laughs) It was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to be like kind of a social media buffer between two projects because we weren't ready to release another single. But we like, we can't leave like three months without anything. So I was like, oh, there's this, I made this remix of a Warda song called Betwenna Speak, which is my favorite Arabic song. Um, It's just one of those that my parents listened to when I was, growing up and I love, love, love the rhythm of that song. And, um, and so, yeah, so I had 
made an Afrobeat remix of it a long time ago and never released it. And then I was like, oh, this would be a good way to bridge. I asked people on Instagram what language my next song should be in. And a lot of people, I have a lot of people in MENA. So they asked for something in Arabic. And I was like, hmm, now this is a good Ooh, opportunity to yeah, do it. Yeah. But it kind of happened at the same time as uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, movement was really heating up here in LA. Mm -hmm. And I was starting to like read a lot about it. And I was really starting to like um, get to know the situation here in, in, in the US a little bit more. And so it felt weird for me to release bubbly love song um, while there's all these things that need attention. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, we put it on hold. Uh, we didn't want to release it. And then June was uh, in Canada, or maybe it's everywhere, but it's LGBTQ rights uh, month. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like Pride Month. It's Pride, yeah. Pride Month here, month? but yeah. also like some cities Pride like month. randomly do it in like September or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, well, like. Yes, yeah, Montreal generally. and New yeah. York is, is June, right? Yeah. yeah. So I did a thing. I posted something from Pride last year because I had attended an event last year where I was wearing a Moroccan gown, but I had put like Pride colors because I was a host at some event. I posted all the hashtag, all the, the Pride hashtags and all that. And I got a lot of negative, like if not, not true. I got a few questions, like negative comments or questions, but I also got like two or three people who came in my DMs and said things along the lines of like, you have no idea how amazing it feels to know that someone you admire is having, is taking on a voice for people who don't have a voice. It makes me love you even more. And I was just like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't know, I didn't know this was an activist act. <laughs> I was just like, for me, it's normal. Like growing up in New York or Montreal, like yeah. these are normal things, right? But I kept getting messages like that. And I was just like, okay, there is no representation. Like there's like barely anybody coming out and being like, yep, totally okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, um, right. Like, I don't know how, like yeah. you must get a lot of. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I really get what you're saying about like, you're like, oh, I didn't realize like you do something that you don't necessarily think is activism. And then there's people reaching out to you being like, that was activism to me. Cause I Thank you so, so much for doing that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you know, like maybe that's not what we in like, not everyone's living their life every second thinking about like what it means to every single person. But like sometimes that's what people need. And I've totally mm -hmm. like thought that about other people who were just like out there living their lives and they were representing something that I needed at the just time. Being. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and just I think that's open. the beauty. Yeah. Just being open about it and not being, because I think a lot of Arab artists stay away from it because they don't want to offend the majority. Right. Yeah. They don't want to, they don't have, they don't want to have to bring that up and have to take position. So once you take position, oh, you have to take position with religion. You have to take position with so many things. But I feel like being in America, we kind of had that luxury where yeah, we're like, yeah. okay, what do you think? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I think this is this should be spoken about. This should have a place. But anyway, so this I was telling the same story to a uh, video director that I was just meeting to know like if we would work on a project eventually together. And he was like, he looked at me and he was like, and you think you're gonna? And I was thinking, oh, uh, this is the reason because I was like, I'm not gonna put out a song with my face on it because I felt like it's taken away from a lot of really important movements in society right now. 
So I was like, it felt a little narcissistic and a little self-centered to just release a song and be like, forget about everything that's going on. (laughs) What about me and my voice, (laughs) you know? And so he was like, so I was thinking of doing a little mashup of the history of activism, of like Arab LGBTQ activism. First of all, it would have been a mission and a half to try and find those images. (laughs) Yeah, visuals are hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visuals are really hard. So the director went like, but Reem, if you want to be the face of something like that, your face needs to be in that video. And then I was just like, okay. He's like, well, how about this? And then he whipped out this whole concept. And I was like, okay, I guess we have a music video now. (laughs) So yeah, so he was like, I want to have dancing. I want to have guys in beautiful makeup. I want to have guys dancing in heels. I want it to be colorful and happy and bubbly. And I was just like, yep, I'm down. And so, yeah, so that became it's the project. So, it's yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. What, who's the producer? Or what's so the name? producer is my label, but the director oh, is sorry, the director, uh, yeah. Reda, uh-huh, Reda Lamouid. I don't know how to pronounce his name in English. I'd have to ask him because I'm going to be mentioning <laughs> him a lot. <laughs> but Reda, Reda Lamouid from Morocco. He just moved to Canada and... His vision was absolutely on point. Amazing. Oh, awesome. Um, and tell yeah. us more about, um, I guess, like, I'm a choreographer and dancer, so I was, like, interested to see, like, the nice. different, like, performers and um, choreography that were in there. Uh, how'd you go about, like, casting the video? And um... Honestly, I just went straight to um, the guys that I knew who were heels dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them I've taken classes with. Uh, I've taken heels classes with uh, Toshiro and Castro. Um, I, I had taken classes with. So as soon as I reached out with the concept and everything, they were like, yep, super down. Um, and the third one kind of happened at the last minute uh, because the director was like, it would be a lot nicer if we had three guys. And then I was like, I don't know anybody else. And so Castro actually referred me to him and we didn't even get to practice or anything. We did the choreography with the two that I already knew. And then the other one just came on and was his fabulous self. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was perfect. Well, that looked great. <laughs> yeah, it looked amazing. Um, I, they're they're yeah. really professionals. So, uh, What's yeah. your response been so far to the video and the song? It's been really nice. Like people, a lot of um, sharing, a lot of... Um, a lot of people reaching out, being like, this is so beautiful. I did get a few, are you gay? <laughs> I'm just like... No, but yeah, I've had to answer a lot of questions like that, which is fine. I mean, it's part of it, but mostly super positive, super, super positive. I did notice, I did notice one thing because we were doing, uh, we were doing another video that was kind of like a, uh, the don't rush challenge. You know how you pass on to someone and it, oh, yeah. and it becomes like a change. So we wanted to do that for LGBTQ Arabs and be like, the idea was like, let's show that we're out there and we're united, right? Across the world, where are you from? Blah, 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 pass it on, create this like web of support. This one person who is trans, Mm -hmm. but then as she grew her audience, she started denying it. So I thought it was obvious from like certain things, like when I started following her, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Someone who's actually like, really comfortable in her own skin and I she knows it's hard but she's taking these stances but I think as she grew her audience 
she felt like, or actually it's what she told me. She goes, I would lose all of my audience if, if I oh, supported the sad. movement. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, are, am I not supposed to say that this is your idea? Like I'll protect it. Like I'll, I'll say whatever you're comfortable with. It's not, it's not my place. Um, so I, I'm realizing that, okay, I have to be careful what I ask. Like I, I just gave me like certain boundaries that I yeah. wasn't aware of. And it's very educational. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's like we had to learn a lot of that stuff um, doing this podcast of just being like really, just really explicit about information sharing. Like mm -hmm. just because someone tells you something in one context doesn't mean it's okay to yes. share it in another context, exactly. even if it's like, quote unquote, public and that you can search for it doesn't mean you should make it yeah. more public by putting it in a more accessible yes, place. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like people's identity is theirs. It's for mm -hmm. them to decide like whatever you want to share. It's for you. And I was just like, right. okay, I have to be more careful. And yeah. we've learned like from doing the podcast too, even what we like we've talk made mistakes. about. Yeah, yeah, we've made mistakes. Like what we talk about on episodes now, we just at the very beginning of the recording, we're like, Do you, hey, is there anything you, anything you, you know this for people listening that was right great. now? Yeah, we always ask people if there's anything they don't want to talk about. Um, I love it. Yeah, yeah just like it. getting those upfront questions. That's not anything that I think naturally happen like it's it's something you have to learn you have to from, learn like, and i think like yeah. in a um i don't even want to generalize western but in like in certain yeah i think like on some level in a western context there's this push of like coming out is always good and if you're an activist on this you should push all people to come out and let's yeah. i don't think that makes sense in all contexts or like doesn't even make sense to me personally like people it's people need to decide how they want to navigate the world and what they want to show to the world and yeah no one owes anyone yeah. anything yeah yeah and uh, we i think we also forget that like you are shaped by whatever you grew up watching, right? Like you were shaped by our environment and our environment is like freedom and being yourself. And like, we're lucky. You, you both grew up in, in the U.S., In the U.S., right? yeah, yeah. In the U.S., yeah. Right. So we grow up hearing this, you're okay, you're beautiful the way you are, blah, blah, blah. Some things that these guys, that these uh, guys share with me in their DMs, I'm like, it looks like a freaking, like, from 200 years ago i'm like mm. i can't believe this is what you hear when you go outside i can't believe you can't share this thing so i it's kind of made me a little bit more aware of like yeah. oh i have to respect that everyone is there in their journey and it's right. like it's okay it's their journey yeah. yeah yeah and and like people have safety concerns and like i don't even want to like totally make a like dichotomy between like oh the u.s the middle east because also like some parts of the u.s it's like not safe to Absolutely. be and, yeah Absolutely. Um, and within yeah. certain families in the U.S. For yeah. Example. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. And I think, like, especially, like, in our cultures, people are just more, like, families are just more intertwined. Like, sometimes we're, like, concerned mm -hmm. about things that might happen to our families when we're, like, not even mm -hmm. in the country where we're concerned about that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. I guess like, the, um, like, in essence, everyone just knows their circumstances better than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we just yeah. try to be really, like, conscientious of that and just let everyone set their own yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The best you can do is like offer a safe place because I think yes. something we share is you have a podcast, which means you you get to have a one on one conversation with people that's very private, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the yeah. best we can do is offer a safe place. You offer a safe place as people who choose to talk about these things, and I offer a safe place by being a representative and being like. You can come to me. It's safe here. You know, you're loved. 
and that's yeah. it that's all you can do but, yeah. right right just showing and that learning. you're you're open you're sa- you're a safe person to be around um yeah. yes do you have yeah. a sense of like where um most of your audience is based like do you get a lot of like canadian u.s like internationally all the above it's all the above it's mostly middle east north africa Cool. Uh, Canada and a few pockets in the US. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mostly, yeah. Do you want to yeah. talk about past projects you've done? Sure. Oh, God. I've been in the industry for 10 years. It's like, that's wow. so much. Yeah, I've been here uh, for a ride. I, what have I done? I was signed three times. I've done projects. What have I done? Things that came out, things that didn't come out. I had a song that was released. My first song that I ever released became was certified gold in Canada. Just happened to take off. Yeah, just happened to take off overnight. And then chaos of the music industry. And then rebuilding myself uh, with a partnership, uh, releasing an EP from that, then releasing a few singles, then that not going so well. And then um, the last three years I've been on a on my own. Uh, having my own record label journey, uh, cool. which has been a lot of learning too. Um, it's yeah. the best one though. It's the best one so far. I'm loving it. I'm loving it because now I have a great team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was, that's so important. Yeah, it was really chaotic the first two years. I'd say the last year has been the best, um, but the first two years was a lot of learning. But yeah, so now that I have um, this team, we have um, this plan of releasing uh, probably a single. I have, I'm so backed up on music that never came out um, that we're going to be releasing a lot starting in January, awesome. like probably every six weeks Yay. or something. So really excited. Awesome. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more. Um, you mentioned like, I think there's been kind of a weird dynamic for like in the music industry for artists in general lately, like knowing when to release things and when to draw attention to ourselves or not even just the music uh-huh. industry, anyone who's doing like advertising and self-promotion when there's been just so many other like really pressing um political events going on uh how how have you personally been like drawing lines for yourself and navigating when's the right time to promote hard it's kind of like it depends on which i have this i had this conversation with a friend of mine who's like an instagram really established uh instagram influencer and he does comedy and he chose not to take a political stance what during the elections and during a lot of things because mm-hmm. he said he like he was there to relieve the, to relieve people like yeah. there's a type of entertainment that's there to just offer good feelings and then there's engaged entertainment and I feel like every each person has to decide for themselves and it's also like find your balance like for me I do need to be engaged otherwise I feel like it's wasted attention I don't I don't need my face to be everywhere Honestly, like that's why I love having a record label because at some point I would love to have kids and I'd love to run the label and not have to have my face on Instagram. I feel like I don't need my face to have likes and attention, but if I can use that face, like if people like it and I can bring attention to something that matters to me, then that's important. Um, So yeah, so I've I've tried to do that and tie it to something that matters to me as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And because I'm a highly sensitive person, there's always something that matters to me. So it just works out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like if it's not for them, like my next like my the next single is about uh, being in a toxic relationship because that's what I'm going uh, having a friend who's in a toxic relationship and it really affected me. And so yeah. now that's the angle. But I feel like it's not that hard for me to find 
current event angles because I'm mm -hmm. super affected by everything. <laughs> so yeah. So you're like I can That's... I can express myself about how I feel. About yeah, it's, yeah, it's not just like self promotion versus being engaged. There's yeah, there, there's a lot yeah. of overlap, which I think I think is is the case for a lot of artists. But there's still sometimes like a tension between like what is important in general, like. There's a lot of important things that I think all of us are addressing in our work versus what feels like uh -huh. the most urgent today. And I, I uh -huh. think, yeah, I think navigating that on social media and in general lately has been a weird, a weird, just a weird balancing game. It's I'm just hard. interested in how um, yeah. every person approaches it. I think it's like, it's like when you, um, you know, when like celebrities decide to give so much money to a cause, to a certain cause, mm -hmm. and then everyone's complaining about why another cause is more important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, if everybody takes care of whatever they want to change in the world, at some point, we'll cover everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if some people are super inclined, like, I would have to read so much about policymaking and all that, like, just to have a political opinion that, like, you know what, let, I'll let that be on someone else's mission. Mm -hmm. And I will take care of whatever I can get informed on and what I can change in, in the world. Like, and that's it. And if other people just want to be entertainers and provide relief, that's amazing too. Like, I just, I don't think, I think when you're a kid, when you're a little younger, you think everybody should worry about the things that you worry about. Yeah. And you're in this, like, you want to convert everybody to your way of seeing life. I think at some point you're just like, you know what, if I can handle this and they can handle that, then I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you know? Like, right. I think there's something to realizing, like, not everything is a competition. And also. I think it's complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, like sometimes we call this like whataboutism, like someone's doing something and someone says, what about something else? And it's like, That's but does it really, exactly. does it really draw, yeah. but, which is fine if you're really, if you genuinely want to draw attention to the second thing, but sometimes it's just to shut yeah. the first thing down. And right. in that yeah. case, it's like, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. there's better yeah. places there's we can go with that. Yeah, and a lot of things need attention. Right, and so yeah. much like is intertwined. So so many things are connected and have domino effects that like even if a person is engaging in something like directly and not others other things directly like a lot of times those two things will connect in some way. Like for example, for example like so many so much of art and entertainment provides people with such an enriching surround like enriching surroundings an enriching future having that as part of their yes. lives and like that yes. might shape how they navigate the world in other fields or other ways um and i think like yeah. it's really important to think about the kind of ripple effects rather than just like yeah. compartmentalize the direct everything. absolutely the person yeah. who made you laugh on instagram might change your mind about doing that like that troll comment because yeah, you just had yeah. a laugh you got that boost of serotonin and now you don't need to troll on someone yeah, on the internet totally so it's like yeah. that also works like each person take care of what like how they can relieve the world yeah. there's so many things to work on mm -hmm. and it's like yeah we'll be fine yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're all this together we're all working on this together i guess mm -hmm. um to like tie this back to music and um i don't know something i found significant in your work and how you're talking about your work is like the use of like Afrobeats. Um, and uh, like I've I've noticed like a lot of like North African, North African diaspora artists have been like really like 
cementing like the connection of like North Africa to the rest of the African continent, which I think like is inherently uh-huh. like political, is inherently like decolonial. It's like you, you you can't forget like this continent was like divided up, but you can still hear yeah. that it's all related when you start mixing the beats. Looking at the cultures, yeah, yeah 100%. There's a movement of like African pride Mm -hmm. emerging that's really nice because I mean the cultures are very similar in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and the music is really really similar in a lot of ways and blends really well because of that so it's been really fun to mix the two. Yeah Yeah. sometimes I feel like like music mixers and electronic musicians are like the best um, archivists or like the best tracers of history because like sometimes mm. when things aren't like so much in like documented history or what people want to talk about you can still you can still hear it in the rhythms mm-hmm. yeah a lot of like what can't be vo- verbalized like yeah you can kind of get a sense of of so much through even just like non yeah things that were not put into words which is yeah, really powerful absolutely. cool yeah. yeah that's really cool um yeah, yeah. so do you want to talk about like are you working on anything now? Are you getting ready to work mm-hmm. on Yeah, tell us a little bit about um, yeah. your new releases coming up. Yeah. So I have two songs that are um, going to be released very soon. One of them is called Gaslight. That's the toxic relationship oh, okay. one with a... Good, um, good name. <laughs> a great hip- right that's the theme um with with a great writer i actually met his name is matt and i i met him at a slam poetry uh in a slam poetry group and i thought his work was brilliant and he's a great rapper too great all-around artist great creative and um that was the song that we came up with the day that i went to see him because i was really heated in that situation stuck between a friend and her toxic relationship and yeah, so we wrote that song uh, that's going to be uh, released very soon. We're working on it now. Yeah. Um, and then, then, yeah, I'm very excited about that. So that one is more low tempo, kind of dark hip hop trap, but I'm trying to add a little twist of Middle Eastern. And then I have a happy bubbly song coming out in February, just in time to like for, for spring. Um, that one is called Out Out. So um, that one is with a, a group from Canada. That's also a, a duet, a collaboration. Really excited about that one too. Um, super upbeat. It's that one we went with um, a Brazilian funk mm. drum line. Mm. Brazilian funk is just like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's sex on a beat. It it's totally is. Yeah. It, it really is. Right? Yeah. So it's not just me. It's like, there's oh, something yeah. that happens I, love, that I low-key love Brazilian music in I general. Love, yeah. I love it yeah. so much. In general. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the Afro, the Afro roots. Yeah. Like the Afro. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's yeah. just so beautiful. But funk in general is just, woo. So we started with that drum line and then we added Arabic instruments onto it. So I'm really excited oh, about that so one too. Oh, so cool. Sweet. Yeah. Love, love the fusion. Yeah. Uh, yeah and so that one would be february and then we're thinking we either release an album where we continue releasing a song every every month kind of feels nice because we get Mm -hmm. to have like a whole story around it little dance campaigns around it and like we found that dancers really 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 collaborate a lot on the song so it's really nice Mm -hmm. but yeah we're kind of playing it by ear because the songs are ready and they're ready to go but I feel like we give them a better chance to live 
when we release them one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Let them each have their own spot. Their own moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because everything, everything I write, there's no song that I write about love or like, I don't like generic topics. Mm -hmm. I go into like a specific story. So for me, it's like, no, I want to like encapsulate that specifically. So yeah, Yeah. we'll see how that goes. But the next two are, are those. Awesome. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I guess on a side note, I was also just curious about your dance uh, background because you're also a really good dancer. Um, did you grow up Thank like you. taking classes <laughs> or like uh, dancing socially and then later getting into the classes you were mentioning? Or how yeah. did that answer your yeah, life? Yeah, no, I did not grow up. I grew up dancing. I always knew I had good good rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like I could dance. I have like the basics. Yeah. Um, but what, ha- what happened is I started performing and I got bored on stage. <laughs> Because, you know, the, when you're writing the music, there's like a break, a musical break, and you're just like, oh, this feels good. And then I got on stage and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do when there's a musical break? <laughs> I'm just going to look at the audience and just be like, okay, this is a really long musical break. Um, yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. to do something. I have way too many limbs. Um, so I, I really started because I was like, I didn't know what to do with my arms when I was performing and yeah. waiting for my parts to come back. And so I was like, okay, I want to dance. And I started taking, uh, that's when I got into Afrobeat. So I started taking Afro dances. And I was like, ah, this is what I've been looking for all my life. Um, So yeah, I started doing Afro. I started taking heels classes, which I loved. Um, I did a little bit of house. Nice. Hip hop, I didn't like very much. Plus it didn't really fit in what I I do. So I was like, it's not a a skill that I'm going to be using that much. But I did a few. Um, And then belly dancing. I did a, a lot of classes of belly dancing. So I try to bring that into my, this was actually the Betsuan is Beak was the last, the first video where I got dancing in. So oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great. yeah. It looks really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love how like the kind of, um, the variety of dance, dance genres you're using kind of like mirror the variety of like different rhythms that are in your music. Oh, yay. Um, awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else uh, you want to, let people know before yeah. we let them know how to catch up with you. Oh, uh, oh, any, anything else I'd like to let them know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Come talk to me. <laughs> I really like to talk to people. Yeah. Where can people yeah. follow you? Um, so Instagram, super active on there. Also on Facebook. On I'm starting to post a little bit more on TikTok, but to have a conversation, mm-hmm. definitely Instagram. I reply to every comment um, also on YouTube and all those. Awesome. I am starting a Patreon channel for anybody who oh, good. loves, yeah, loves the work and wants to support. Um, started posting like more BTS, like more raw footage of everything that happens behind the scenes. Awesome. I want to start having like more one-on-one conversations, and because it's a more exclusive group, it's it feels like I think even more, even safer. Um, yeah, it's so, like nice yeah. and intimate. Yeah, yeah. So Patreon, that's Sweet. also a link in in my bios. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, this is awesome. Great to connect. Um, Thank you. Can't wait to follow and hear all of your tracks as you release them. Um, So you can follow us on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at The Queer Arabs. And our website is thequeerarabs.com. And you can email us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. Thanks all.